When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Welcome back, Mama. How are you? How are you finding this profound moment in history? How are you feeling about the way that you're showing up, the way that you're dealing with everything that is happening in our world? I've been creating lots of extra content for mamas around the world in the last few weeks in a membership online, in this podcast, in my social media, even a book that I had pressed pause on last year seems to be flowing out of me again as I keep thinking about what do we most need to remember in this time. But what I have noticed is that a lot of the content I create is from a place of being a married woman. Even though There are many, many times throughout the day that I feel like I'm doing this on my own. I'm not. And I want to honour the mamas that are. I know that my reality, even if he's working long hours and I am the main space holder for my children, my reality is very different from your reality. If you're on your own or if you are part-time parenting with your ex-partner, It's a very, very different situation for you. And I want to honour that. So as part of this calm cast experience, I reached out to a solo mama, one of my greatest friends, and I think the woman who's been on my podcast more than anybody else, Lisa Cordaff. As Lisa explained, she has been on her own parenting her three children for just over a year. And so when the coronavirus and the isolation began, she faced something on her own, very much on her own. So I reached out to her to bring you an interview. If you're on your own, I hope, I know you will get inspiration from this. But can I say, even if you're not a solo mama right now, Lisa's words will soothe and inspire you. Enjoy. is the Happy Mama Movement, a weekly podcast dedicated to changing the conversation about what it means to be a mother and a woman in this day and age. 
I'm Amy Taylor Cabaz, author, mama, and former journalist. After spending 15 years chasing news and burning myself out trying to be Superwoman, I realized that I was chasing a dream that no longer served me. And since then, have dedicated myself to understanding the transition that we go through as women when our whole identity shifts with motherhood. Every week, I will bring you the very best insights and inspiration I can find to help us all change the way we feel about this time in our lives and create a movement that allows us to honour motherhood differently. Lisa, you are by far the most regular guest on my podcast (laughs) over the years. (laughs) Like, what else can we talk about? I know. (laughs) And I will admit that I did try to think beyond you in terms of Of who who should I talk to on my podcast about being a single mama right now. And really, it always comes back to you because I admire your insights, the way that you have worked on yourself so profoundly over the last few years and what you have to share in this way. So again, welcome to my podcast. (laughs) Thanks for having me, Amy. (laughs) I just feel like a piece of well-worn carpet right now. (laughs) I know, exactly. And I would like to just say to the mamas that the reality of life right now is uh, Lisa and I just had a quick chat before we pressed record. She's in bed. (laughs) It's very early in the morning. We're trying to squeeze this in before all the kids wake and the day begins. But this is just our new reality. So as I shared in the introduction, I'm very aware that uh, there are a great deal of mamas out there right now facing what is happening with our COVID-19 reality on their own and that this is very different than what I am dealing with each day with my husband under my feet every second. And I want to honour that and talk to you about how you're finding this, how you're navigating this and what you have found you needed in this time. So I doubt anybody who listens to my podcast don't know who you are, but can you just give us an overview? You have three children and you are uh, quite recently single mama raising your children on your own. Yeah, yes. So um, it was really this time, well, no, it was February 2019 um when we made the the decision to to separate or evolve our relationship I would say um there were lots of different reasons for that um but uh it actually then ended up that not only was I you know getting used to um being that singleness so that sort of aloneness I guess or or the marriage breaking down but he also um which I don't really ever say marriage breaking down just that our relationship evolved um he never was in a position to um co-parent the children so um you know he was getting quite a lot of help for, for his mental health so I went straight from I went straight into it just full time um doing it solo and even although he could still see the kids, but unfortunately in September last year, 
he um, passed away and uh, so now it's that so I guess I've got the the singleness but just also the soloness so it's the children 100% of the time for me mm. um and and that's been I guess that's all I've I've known since this happened so for over a year I've been doing it solo mm. uh but there has been a lot of support and I've been able to do it and I've been able to give them lots of attention and, um, you know, we've rejigged how we do our life. We've slowed down our life a lot. Um, but, you know, uh, the youngest one started school this year. Uh, I think we did two weeks of five days a week because they kind of transition them in at four days a week. And so I had about two day, two weeks of um, this is this is my new reality. I have five days to work for the first time in, you know, nine years or something. Uh, and then they were home. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, all right. And without without that break from them, uh, which I need, it will I have that's been my story, like that I, I need a, a break from them in order to be able to be the best parent. Uh, that I can be, it's like, okay, how's this, how's this going to go down? <laughs> because I'm still running my business. Um, I mean, teaching them is going to be a whole another kettle of fish right now. I just called early holidays down here in Victoria. So I haven't done any of the homeschooling palaver yet. Um, and, you know, Amy, it feels like a lot. So there's that reality of just... Um, of them there all the time but then there's also just you know this is what I was talking to you about was that I think um it's never been in sharper focus that I'm all they've got in terms of parents now um and of course you know it you know it at an intellectual level, but I have had moments of just thinking, you know, I don't want to, I got to, I got to be here. Yeah. We got to, and I'm not worried about getting coronavirus and, and dying, but then it must sit there in, in the subconscious because I have had moments of like, of just feeling quite frightened. Yes. Because that's the difference, isn't it? That's the core difference here, that no matter what your reality is in your relationship right now, if you are at home with your partner, there is a sense of doing this together. And I hope this is okay to share, Lisa, but I remember I came to your house not long after all of this happened last year and you said to me, it is quite overwhelming to realise that you are the one who's responsible for these kids, even though you have your parents and your sister and your brother and your friends and their aunts and uncles and all of these people in your life. No one else thinks about your kids the way that you and he did. Mm. This is a unique thing. They're your children. No mm. one else will think of them the same. So to mm. then have this realisation, and I'm thinking it must be even sharper now, that this really is you thinking about these three beautiful souls and what they need right now, 
that must be what the loneliness is. Is that uh, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah, already crying. Um, because even just the decision to pull them out of school earlier, mm. you know, gee, it would have been nice to discuss that with him mm. or just – or. I mean, when you have to make all of the decisions, it's just it's it's a completely different. I'm, I think I was talking to you. Was I? Were we talking about that because my youngest lost her first tooth, mm. something like that, and no one else cares about that like a parent does. You know, you can. I can tell my parents, oh, that's so exciting, but no one really gets it. And right now what I'm seeing in myself and in my children is a, is a lot of change and they're navigating really big things. I mean, we had our last appointment at the chiropractor. They closed their doors Tuesday night and we um, had our final appointment on Tuesday and she said, you know, my, my middle child, my daughter, she, her, her pupils were quite dilated and, she, you know, that, that comes about because of some sort of stress. You know, it can be physical, can be emotional, like all, all those sorts of things. But she, it was just, that just, I just thought, you know, she really is, they're, they're really, they're taking all of this on to, their world is changing. They don't have, we can try and make it feel okay and um, home can be a fun place and all of that sort of thing. And there's a lot of connection time, which is filling their cups massively. But it's really impacting them. And then yesterday, last night, it's been so long since since she's had a big cry about Nick, her dad, and uh, she was just she was on the couch just crying. And I just said, you know, what's the matter? And she just said, I really miss dad right now. And um, and I and I and and last night I interviewed Alison Davies, who we know is amazing um, brain care specialist neurologic music therapist and she was talking how about how much our brains love predictability which you know I know I teach people about change and I'm like go slow your brains don't like to be freaked out too much (laughs) Um, and and right now we want the things that make us feel comfortable we want the things that our brains don't have to work hard at understanding or knowing you know routine that's why people are going to try to find routines just for any sense of normalcy and so it's not just me who is in my kitchen looking up at the sky just saying I wish you were here it's Mm. them too and and that's a it's just it's just big Amy it's just added and it's just another layer of complexity to what is already a really full-on situation for everyone and I have never ever painted my um soloness as some sort of a a badge of honor I I haven't allowed it to um like I don't think my life is harder or than anybody else's it's just it's just a different context in which I'm working in, you know, and 
I've built in a lot of support, as I said, you know, I have help around the house. Um, I have a, a PA who helps me do things that I just can't get to or just keeps me on track with things like buddy getting the car serviced and stuff. Um, I know how to help myself, but right now that help isn't really available. And so I, I think I've had my first moment of going, I'm just going to allow myself to say, this is hard. This isn't easy. I'm not sure what to do right now. <laughs> um, yes. And, you know, even, even just working out a new routine of being able to work you know I don't want to be using the time that I have without children in my face mornings and nights like I used to when they were babies and toddlers to to work but I think I'm just going to have to suck it up and go you know what this is a different time I don't want to get frustrated or resentful during the days trying to do things when they have their needs and whatever. So we're just going to have to adapt and change and, and know that this is a moment in time and, uh, and that if it feels a little bit more stretchy than things have felt for a while, it's okay. Everyone's feeling that. And, uh, and we can just find a new flow for our little Corona time. (laughs) So what you teach in all of your work is really to recognise the stories that you're telling yourself and to really recognise whether that is true and whether that is serving you. And you mentioned this just a few moments ago that I wanted to pick up because I think this is what we can um, give to mamas who are listening to this. There are stories that we have been telling ourselves that are going to need to be examined right now. One of them that you said was, I need a break from my children to be a good mother. Mm. I can't, Mm. and maybe then I can't do this without support. Mm. All of these grand statements that you might be unconsciously telling yourself, you might not even be aware that you're telling yourself these things. What do we do when we start to recognise that there's a story here that might have been true up until now? It might have been true that you needed a break from your kids to be a good mother, but what are you going to do? What do you do about that? when you recognise a story in yourself right now like that? Okay, so the first thing is always that I am not putting any pressure on myself now to be uh, almost in control of my thinking brain. Mm. So um, the first thing that I always tell people is that they have to, we have to allow ourselves to feel whatever it is that we're feeling first. And I was classically bad at that. I mean, I was like, I don't want to feel my feelings. So many years I was like, I can just keep going. I'm just going to focus over here and that's good, good. I'm not even, see, what's that? It's not even happening. It's real. I'm, I'm, look at me. I'm happy. <laughs> and it's a, it's a, it's a failed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it's going to come at you or you'll get sick or, you know, and this is what's happening right now. I think humanity hasn't been paying attention. Humanity hasn't been feeling the feelings. We've been self-medicating and we've been distracting ourselves and we've been keeping ourselves busy and we haven't realized that we're not healthy or happy. And now is our moment to look at that. That's another story. But until we kind of go through a period of real, I mean, you, I've got a 
allow myself to have a moment of going, I'm a bit, I'm scared and I'm sad and I'm grieving for what I thought 2020 was going to be. Until we give ourselves that, then we can't kind of look at what's really going on beyond that. And speaking to Ali last night um, about, about our brains just confirmed all that for me. Emotions need to move. We need to let them move through us. But what can happen is we can get stuck in an emotion because we're not just paying it attention so it can move. It's, it wants to move. It's energy in motion, right? So we can get stuck. And, and I think that for me, I recognise that, that we know that repeating voice that's saying the same thing like, this sucks, I can't get, like there's no way for me to, um, I can't thrive right now. I'm not getting what I need. Blah, blah, blah. Like whatever it is, it gets sort of stuck on repeat. And often I, it's always hard to say this out loud, especially to mums, because you and I are the most compassionate people towards mums and, and everything that they're going through. But sometimes it can keep us in, in that victim space that like okay. I'm a victim of my circumstances. Yes, and the martyr me, as well. Yeah, it's it's the most disempowering place to be because we're actually ninjas mm-hmm. at finding solutions to things and ninjas at, you know, looking at what's going on and finding that place within us that is that is bigger than everything that's going on around us. And so that's the first thing that I would say. Notice when you're once, but 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 also, I, I feel like with this, with talking about this stuff within the context of coronavirus, is it, we're in a different playing field right now. We're all experiencing stuff that's way too big for our brains. Plus, <coughs> we're trying to do three roles. We're trying to parent. We're trying to teach. We're trying to um, work. Often, like I mean, that's, that's three jobs. And so it's a lot. So I really just want to preface by saying that. But once you've recognised that there's kind of this thing and you're stuck in it and and it's repeating and it's not you in your most empowered zone, then you can look at, okay, what am I telling myself? Is this, is this 100% true? Is this really true? Like, is this a truth? And if you can ever find a time where it hasn't been true, then you know, it's a story. And so for me, it might be, um, I need a break to be the best mum. Like, is that true? And, and what is my definition of, of break from them? Mm. Could it be that in this context, what I need is to, uh, is to get a head start on my day, start my, my mornings at 5.30 again, like I used to. And so, and I used to love that feeling of just having done a little meditation or self-hypnosis, a little bit of yoga, opening my laptop for an hour and just knowing that bang, 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 those things are ticked off. You know what? I might not feel like I really want to do that um, because, I don't know, I feel quite tired at the moment Mm. or I'm getting wired late at night, which is, you know, just once again, our brains are trying to process everything that's going on. And But I know that it's going to help me be a better mum if I'm saying that's what I want to be then there's ways that we can shift. How can I take my power back? How can I shift that story? How can I call 
bullshit on it and then and then and then tell myself a new story you know that hour before they wake up is gold for me and so I give myself that hour and I've just given myself gold for the day Mm. and there's so many different examples of this I don't have to just like I haven't let soloness be a story of hardship and uh throughout you know pre-corona times so I don't want to allow it to be that but I'm only now getting to that stage you know we're two we're more than two weeks into them being at home and I've needed to go through lots of different processes to now get to that place of being able to just like cognitively think through it catch myself in my thoughts and observe them. I'm always observing myself with a lot of curiosity and and no judgment, being kind to myself when an emotion comes up, like feeling frustrated or like, fuck this shit. Um, uh, but just allowing that and then, and then looking at what's really going on and, and trying to find that, that power place again inside me that takes responsibility for, for not wanting to be, uh, that I do still want to parent them well because I'm all they've got, but also because that's who I am, that's who you are, and also show up for my communities in in my business and show up for my team. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like if we're going to do these things, then there's a lot that we need to be able to, uh, there's a lot that we need to um, give ourselves grace for and just observe and call BS on if we know it's just a story that's um, keeping us stuck outside of our power zone. I shared this in my own um, beautiful community uh, this week as well as with you um, and the community I'm in with you that this can also be a time where old things come to the surface. I was talking about it in a call with my mummers last night where it's like everything is being stirred, stirred up. Every single thing right now is being stirred up. And when that is all stirred up, of course, the old crap, the old story, the old thing that you tell yourself, it's never my time, I never get a chance, whatever it is that you tell yourself is also going to be stirred up and rise to the surface. Do you need a moment? No, sorry. They were just um, up in the room (laughs) getting the phone charger because I've let them be on screens. Oh, good. Thank you. Um, And so this this is also a beautiful time to acknowledge that Sometimes, as you said, it's taken you a couple of weeks to get to this point. Same with me. When we are faced with a massive transformation, which is what this is doing, it's asking all of us to rethink who we are and what we need and how we operate. When that happens, the old shit will rise to the surface as well. And that is what this is happening right now. So recognise when that old story kicks in, when that old pattern kicks in, when you go back to something that you thought, oh, I thought I was done with this lesson. I can't believe that old resentment is back. Mum is mm. sharing with me. This feels like the time I was in postnatal depression. This feels mm. like that really uncomfortable moment in my life. To see this as a chance to choose again. To see this as a chance to say, oh, yeah, there is that pain. Wow. There's that story. There's that thing that I've always been afraid of. 
okay, it's come up again right now because everything is being stirred up. What do Mm. I need to do? Oh, without a doubt. And I mean, you know, the journey that Nick and I were on and it was, it was one that was very unpredictable. And so things could be really great and then things really weren't great. And so I actually feel like, I feel like we're in a marathon right now, but I feel like the past few years I've been training for this. Mm -hmm. I've been training because I know what it's like to pick myself back up and keep going. And the but the reality but so my story that came up was oh you know everything can be fine and then once again we're derailed Mm. there's a derailment happening I can't I can't catch a break like when is everything just going to be normal for an extended period of time like there's always Mm. something that was my that's my story and there's always you know, something. Wow. It's always yeah. something. And you know what? I've just that is actually life yeah. is what I'm realizing. There's always gonna be something. And it's why I'm so passionate about what I do and what you do, which is we need tools for this, for this, for the derailments, for the times when we are absolutely taken off off center off our course and to not just allow that to mean that we just we just drop in a heap yes dropping in a heap is okay we need to allow ourselves to not be high functioning all the time and be able to say I'm not coping we need like I I'm that's been a big lesson for me but we also need to the tools that I share, that you share, really are designed to help women with the, the like, uh, the, the, there's flow and then there's disruption mm-hmm. and then not allowing that disruption to, to, com- to completely derail us or not completely derail us forever, you know? I feel like the answer that both of us always come to in our private conversations but also when we talk to our beautiful mama communities is that somewhere in you there is a steadiness that is never derailed there is a center that you can come Mm. back to over and over again whether Mm. your marriage completely oh I don't even know how to say it uh completely transforms from what you thought it was going to be whether the whole world changes in an instant whether your kid gets sick you get sick something happens we need to come back to this really 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 deep core part of ourselves that says breathe in you've got this Mm. and that is whether really whether you're a single mama or not but especially if you're a single mama doing this on your own right now know that your core support in the end is that place within you would you agree Without a doubt, for anyone who has gone through a, um, you know, evolution of their relationship, their marriage, for anyone who has gone through postnatal depression and come out the other side, for anyone who has felt the heartbreak of their children suffering in whichever way possible, and this is all mums, Mm -hmm. we have all done very, very hard things. It's like, we have what it takes to get through this. 
remember a time I remember a time you felt like you you couldn't get up and then you did and that is the place that is the place and we and so I feel excited about what's possible because I because if we know that we can do you know like Glennon Doyle says we can do hard things and we can move through moment by moment and all of your listeners have experienced hard things, then imagine what's possible for the world, for humanity as a collective when we realise we can do these hard things because there is a, a, a light within all of us. We are all light and we allow things to just to, to dim that light, to take away from the light, to pull our power away from, from that core of us. And we've got nothing else right now except that to carry us through. So my hope is that we connect back in at some point once we've felt the grief because grief is also, grief is very real and grief is, um, you can't, it's very hard to be anywhere else but just, in grief sometimes. So I really want to encourage people to just let themselves feel that, you know, yes. whenever they're feeling that. Um, but, but I mean, really, I, um, what is that, um, that song, that castle song? I think it's like, I'm stronger than I ever thought I was. Yes. Um, I, I, I sing and build that song. castles from the rubble of your love, but the rubble of all of this, we're going to build castles from this. We're going to build castles, Amy. Mm. My life is it's not worse. And I, that's confronting for people to hear sometimes, but it's not because I have this inner knowing that, like, no matter what is thrown at me, I can be okay. Mm-hmm. And so That's I actually think us single solo mamas have have an edge mm-hmm. on people oh, because I love that. because we know it's it's going to be it's not easy no not at all and my goodness I cry and I just you know I literally look up and I ask him I'm like put a bubble around us help be here be in this house right now and. Uh, and I and I and I just you know I know he's he's there helping protecting from wherever he is, um, but that doesn't change the reality that it's me with them day in day out on my own, and I have to allow myself to sometimes just cry about that because it's not easy. Um, but I know, and all of the other um, single solo parents know that they can do this too. Yeah. It's not going to be easy, but we've got this. We do. We've got this. And just how strong we will be and how connected we will be um, on the other side blows my mind what's possible. I agree. And I had to almost mute myself with the cries a moment ago when you were speaking about this edge this knowing we can do hard things this we already have this will exactly be the making of all of us but be okay with the messiness and the grief and yes. the tears of it too 
you're spectacular and as I say to you every day almost I am so grateful that you're in my life but also that you are so brave in your vulnerability and sharing your story because there are women out there who need this who really really need to understand how to do this so forever grateful for you beautiful thank you it's my pleasure it's my absolute pleasure I love you I love you too thank you Ah, that woman is a gift to my heart. She has always been one of the main people I have reached out to in moments of pure brokenness and pure joy. If you don't already, please follow Lisa Cordoff on social media and go to her website, lisacordoff.com. Her insights into the stories we tell ourselves her support of women around the world, the way she leads by example, is something we all need more of in our life right now. And please, if you know of a solo mama, send her the link to this podcast. Let her know that you've thought about her and how what she's going through might be very different than what you're experiencing. This is how we support each other. Until next time, Satnam. Serves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.